Hello, hello, hello. I'm Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. It is June 18th. How is everyone this fine Monday afternoon, morning, whatever? I am terrific. And it's going to be a quick show because this this is the town that I live in, Upper St. Clair, the suburb of Pittsburgh's Kennywood Day, which is kind of like an iconic tradition here in Pittsburgh. My whole life, it's a theme. It's a you know roller coaster park. It's been around my whole life and much longer. I'm a giant wuss when it comes to riding rides, but my kids will be all over it. All their friends will be running around the park. I mean, it's just like every St. Clair kid in the world there. So today. So we are heading out of here as soon as I wrap up this podcast. Supposed to be freaking hot as it could be, though, which doesn't suit well with me. But, and I'm not a ride rider anyways, so I'll just kind of sit there and hold the water bottles and do that sort of thing and shell out a lot of money. But that's my plan for the day, and Kennywood is good for the soul, I will tell you that. Potato patch fries, swimming in vinegar, that's the one thing I'm looking forward to. And I'll have a bunch of buddies there, too, as well. So, over the weekend, I wrote an article for WilliamsonFootball.com in response to the Browns claiming, I think it was Josh Gordon that claimed, we have the best wide receivers in the NFL. And when he said it, it was kind of shocking, because... Are the Browns the best at anything? You know, to be even in that conversation shows progress with this roster. That, wow. You know, I thought about it. And I'm like, they're they're in that conversation. I mean, that's not a crazy statement by Josh Gordon. And what we're going to do today is let's examine that group. And that's what I did in, the, in my article briefly. And then I'm going to tell you the ones that I think I prefer to the Browns. And some are close, and that's for sure. So needless to say, I don't think they're number one. I did not include tight ends in this, although I think Najoku is a highly promising player. And I think he's going to be a difference maker very, very soon and flashed quite a bit. Um, They also have some young guys, you know, like Lewis and Higgins as their depth guys. But we're really going to focus on Gordon, Jarvis Landry, Corey Coleman, Antonio Callaway, fourth-round pick. Let's talk about Callaway first, I guess. Callaway... I think is probably the most talented rookie coming into the league at the wide receiver position. The only reason he's a fourth-round pick, and I know he was not on quite a few boards at all, was off-the-field concerns. But this team and this GM has shown that they will go down those roads, and it's kind of a Tyreek Hill-like pick where it may pay off huge for you. I mean, he is kind of a do-it-all very talented receiver, not the biggest, but fast in body control. And I think he'd have, probably more of an outside guy than inside, but maybe could project to the slot as well. Very dynamic. I was a Corey Coleman fan, and I'm not ready to really kick the dirt on him yet. There were some whenever he came out of school that compared him to Odell Beckham, and obviously that's pretty rich, but he's that type of receiver. He's certainly an outside-the-numbers outside guy. Very good body control, fast, fluid. I think he can develop into a good route runner. It's hard to say where he is at that now because we haven't seen enough of him. I mean, injuries have really derailed his career. I don't think Hugh Jackson's scheme where, hey, go win one-on-one routes has helped him either. And certainly quarterback play hasn't helped him. So in a way, this is a make-or-break year for Coleman. But he remains a first-round talent, and I think to dismiss his abilities or chances of affecting the game 
is way too premature. You know, we heard some rumblings that maybe they would consider moving Coleman. And I get that, you know, especially after drafting Callaway, that this staff didn't draft them and get something decent in return. I'm sure a handful of teams out there would be interested. Guys that had high grades on him coming out of school, I mean, as a first-round pick. So I'm really interested to see how Coleman develops, whether it's in Cleveland or not or whatever, but I do think it's too early to say he's not a good player. I'm going to be lower on Jarvis Landry than most of you are, I have a feeling. I think he's a very quarterback-friendly guy, and I think Taylor will love dumping it to him, or Mayfield will love dumping it to him, and he's tough, and he'll block, and he's competitive, and he brings some anger and fight to your offense, and that's great, and this team needs all those things. I just think at the end of the day, defensive coordinators don't fear this guy. You know, he's not a big play guy at all. He's a death-by-a-thousand-paper-cuts type of receiver. And he's exploited some so-so corners over the over his career, to say the least. Basically a pure slot guy. Of course, he can align outside. But in the end, I mean, you're paying him an awful lot of money to do something that isn't all that special, to be honest with you, in my opinion. Gordon absolutely is special. You know, and, and when I talk about the other great receiving cores in the league, I think Gordon can rival the Julio Joneses of the world if everything lines up. You know, we saw him at the end of last year and he looked really good, but not as good as he did when he was lighting up the league. And that was a long time ago. He is big. He is really big and strong and moves like a little man. I mean, he has, he can beat you up underneath he can run through arm tackles. He can beat you over the top. Gordon is a rare, rare specimen at the wide receiver position. When we compare Gordon to other number ones, or when we compare next year, when I compare um, the Browns to other receiving cores, though, I think it's noteworthy that Gordon's off-the-field situation brings their core down a little bit. You know, it's just, at any moment, he could be gone. And we just don't know exactly where he is as a player. But it wouldn't blow me away if we have this conversation a year from now and I'm saying Josh Gordon's one of the best two or three wide receivers in the league. Or maybe even number one. All right, all right. I came up with a list of one, two, three, four, five teams whose wide receiving core I like better than Cleveland. And there are some just misses. Like the Giants didn't make the list. You know, Odell's awesome and Shepard's awesome. But then what? You know, I mean, and you know, you'll see the teams that didn't make the list. Um, Atlanta made the list and Ridley trumps Callaway to me and you know, the, the off the field stuff hurts Callaway a little bit too. And I think Ridley's very NFL ready, very good route runner. I think he'll have a pretty quality rookie year and is already, uh, going to be a factor against a lot of single coverage. I'd rather have Landry than Sanu. And, I, and I'm not doing these comparisons just straight up. This guy versus this guy. I just think that threesome for Atlanta is superior and more reliable 
and it's a good blend of youth and a number one. Yeah, I'd rather have Landry than Sanu, but Sanu's still a quality every down player for any team he's on. You know, that doesn't diminish what he brings to the table. And Julio is, to me, the second best receiver in the whole league behind Antonio Brown. And if everything goes right for Gordon, he becomes Julio, where Julio's already there. So I'll take the Falcons over the Browns. I'll take Kansas City over the Browns. And in the article I mentioned, if we were including tight ends, Kansas City would certainly be number one in terms of wide receiver, tight end receiving weapons. But I'm not. But I'd still take the combination of Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill, sprinkle in some Chris Conley and Demarcus Robinson, who also have some ability too. I mean, those guys aren't slouches. And they could break out in some way too. Tyreek Hill, to me, is the scariest guy in the whole league. What he brings to the table has to keep coordinators up at night all week. I mean, he is frightening as hell. He's terrifying. And that's not going away. Where I think Watkins is going to be more of the prototypical every down, work the sidelines, quick slants, and deep balls. You guys know I'm a Watkins believer. And the Rams tape last year affirmed that to me more, even though his numbers weren't great. And I think his numbers will be really good this year. I think he's going to lead the team in receptions. I think he's going to be kind of the focal point of the passing game. Maybe that's a little strong considering the what Kelsey brings to the table. But I think Watkins is a top dozen or so receiver. So that's a scary group in Kansas City. The Vikings. The problem with the Vikings is the depth. And... I kind of like LeCron Treadwell coming out of school, but he's been awful. We're hearing that he's having a good camp. I mean, I need to see it to believe it on that. They also have Kendall Wright, who at least is a professional wide receiver. You know, he's had an okay career. But behind, but the thing I like about the Vikings more than, than Cleveland is their starting two, I think, is the best in the league. You know, the Thielen-Diggs combination, and I think Diggs is only getting better to me, is the best pair of wide receivers in the league. I mean, I'd rather have Diggs and Thielen than Watkins and Hill. I'd rather have them than Gordon Landry. You know, I'd rather have them than Jones and Sanu, you know, the guys we talked about. Just who's the best pair? I think it's Diggs and Thielen. And I think Diggs really has superstar potential where I'm not sure Thielen's going to get a whole lot better. Speaking of superstars, I have the Steelers over the Browns as well. They have the best receiver in the league. I guess there's some argument there, but I really don't think there is. I mean, what Brown has done over the last five years or so is pretty mind-boggling. I mean, the numbers are insane. On a game, to, on a per-game basis, they're insane. Um, so that alone gives the Steelers a lot, to, you know, a lot, obviously. They drafted James Washington, you know, just like the, the Browns did with, you know, Coleman and Callaway. So they have a young guy with a lot of ability. And I'll be honest, he looked really, really good at mini camps and OTAs. Probably will start out as kind of a deep threat. But he's got kind of that golden tape body type where I think they'll hit him on quick screens. I think he'll break tackles. I think he'll be good after the catch. Then I don't think he's just a deep threat. And frankly, he's not a burner. So he'll never be Tyreek Hill. But they also have Juju. And... Juju Juju or Cooper Cup was the best rookie receiver last year. I think I'd give the the nod to Juju. Bigger guy. Do it all. You know, I think he'll be the slot guy, but he'll also be the number two to A B. Physical, good route runner. 
assimilated very quickly to the league. So I'd be shocked if any of you have a heart problem with me putting the Steelers over the Browns overall at the wide receiver position. This one was harder, and to me was probably the worst of the ones that I put above the Browns, and that's Tampa Bay. Who's better, Mike Evans or Josh Gordon? Evans is kind of coming off a down year, but I still think I'd take Evans. And if you consider the off-the-field things and all that, then it's easily Evans. He's still really young, touchdown producer, rare size, brings some impressive traits to the table, to say the least. I mean, as does Gordon, don't get me wrong. But that's close. The thing here, though, is I love Godwin. I think Chris Godwin, when I did the breakout series, he was my breakout buck. I liked him an awful lot coming out of school. I think he's going to be a high-quality number two receiver and have a really, really good career. They still have Deshaun Jackson. I know he's kind of like the forgotten dude, and he's not quite Tyree Kill anymore. But you leave him one-on-one with a corner that runs a 4-5, or and you're in trouble, man. You know, like, he has value. He has a lot of value, and Winston's going to chuck it deep to him. You know, you'd rather have Jackson than a guy like Corey Coleman right now. I mean, we'd rather have Deshaun Jackson or Jarvis Landry. I mean, they couldn't be any more different. But who do defensive coordinators want to face, Jarvis Landry or Deshaun Jackson? And I know he's getting up in age and he ain't quite what he used to be, but he's still frightening. I mean, I bet he has five long touchdowns this year to change a game. And lastly, they do have Adam Humphreys as well, who, as fourth receivers go, that's pretty nice. And they have a sleeper in Justin Watson, who I think has a chance to be a really good receiver. I mean, so keep an eye on him. I mean, fifth-round guy, rookie this year. I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar, but a year or two, I think we could be talking about Watson. So let's run through the league super quick, and I'll tell you the teams I didn't pick. New England, no. Um, If you included Gronkowski, maybe they'd be in the conversation, but no. Definitely not Buffalo, definitely not the Jets. Definitely not Miami. I gave Pittsburgh the nod. Can't give Baltimore the nod. Can't give Cincy the nod with all respect to A.J. Green. I gave KC the nod. San Diego is in the conversation. But I wish I knew more about Mike Williams to put him there. You know, that's Keenan Allen's great, and, and they could be really good this year. But Oakland, I guess, was in the conversation. But you have to have a lot of faith in Jordy Nelson, and I don't. And a lot of faith in Martavis Bryant. I kind of do, you know, but is he going to get suspended again? Cooper, I still like a lot, but he's got to cut down on the drops. Uh, who am I missing in that division? Denver. Yeah, I like that they've replenished the, the stable, and there's some young guys there I'm excited about. But no, and Demarius and Emmanuel are good, but they ain't quite what they used to be either. Tennessee, no, although I think Corey Davis could be a star. Jacksonville, absolutely not. Indy, no. Hilton's very good, though. And Houston, no, but Nuke is great and Fuller's scary. Eh, and Kiki, I think, is an impressive young guy. But no, I'd still rather have Cleveland's. I mentioned the Giants before. Eagles, no, although I think Alshon's a really good player. Dallas is maybe the worst in the league. Um, and Washington's a sneaky good team at the wide receiver position, but not in the Browns. You know, they're not in that, that level. Carolina brings in DJ Moore, but no. Um, Funches is fine, and Samuel's all right, but, I mean, they're not as good as the Browns. Saints, thought about them. Michael Thomas is a really high-quality player, but they were almost like the the Chargers to me. Like, if they have one more guy that was a little more established, I'd consider it, but no. 
I gave you the Bucks and I gave you the Falcons. Green Bay, no, no. Adams is fine. Um, the Bears, they look like they have a good core, but I can't grant them that level yet. The Lions, I really like their, their three, but they don't have a one. That makes sense. Uh, who else am I missing there? Vikings, I gave them the nod. So the West, Seattle, no. I like Baldwin, but no. Um, the Niners, no, absolutely not. Arizona, Larry's still great, but no. And Kirk might end up being pretty good. And then the Rams. You know, I mentioned Cup before. Would you rather have Woods or Landry? I think I'd still rather have Landry. You know, and Cooks is a really good player. But I'd rather have Gordon, and Gordon can do more for you. And I like Reynolds, too, there. So I thought about them. They would be on, like, the just miss kind of list. But I still think the Browns receivers are better. All right, guys. Fun little show here. Just kind of whipped that up over the weekend. I will talk to you soon. Bye.